This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Nuss. Welcome, everyone. So we're going to ground ourselves in our greatness. That's something we do every day because we do get used to it. Uh, So my great thing from the weekend was, you know, I had a meeting, which I had planned, which I was looking forward to, um, but I had, I had kind of prayed or been hoping that this meeting would be like my sign that I'm on the right track. You know, you know, when you have those where it's like, oh yeah, this, this would mean that it's right. Or this would mean that I'm going down the right path. Right. And how many times do we say that about things that happen in our lives? And so I was having one of those moments where I'm just like, okay, if this is supposed to be like, this will be it, this will be the thing. And it was fine, but it wasn't it, right? It wasn't like, oh, you've reached the path, the journey. This is it. You got it. Go girl. It really was like, hmm, that was fine. Okay. And I know when I first started on this path, it would be like those specific moments that look like that, that were kind of divine interventions or like they were going to lead to the big thing. Um, I remember thinking, and I'm sure that I vocalized it on this podcast a lot. I remember just thinking that that was going to be it, that that was going to be it, that this next thing was going to be it, that now this thing's going to be it. And I, what I've learned is that The sign is you, is your heart, is your intention. You don't need a sign, right? Do you want to keep going? Go. And don't go all in on a sign. But that being said, I was looking for a sign and... I had kind of stopped looking because I expected it to be this thing, this meeting, this um, normal route of what a sign would look like. And instead, and I have always, 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 always been obsessed with like vintage furniture, vintage chairs, vintage all things. So just like older things. I just love it. I love that it has a story. I just love the details and everything. So I had this concept of an idea of something that I wanted to do. And I've been saying, you know, I wouldn't want it to be industrial and I wouldn't want it to be kind of what the normal looks like, which I know you're probably going shocker. Hmm. Anyways, I wouldn't want it to be that. I wouldn't want it to be what everyone would expect from this space. I really want it to be eclectic and warm and inviting and everything that doesn't already exist. And so in my mind, I'm like, okay, so let's just start collecting that furniture, those chairs. Like I should start going to auctions. I should start, um, finding and collecting these pieces because it's going to take time to get this idea up and running. And so I should just start collecting and start moving in a direction. And I, in the meeting, it was a little bit like, eh, you probably can't do that, blah, 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 which is fine. Uh, 
But then on my way, I'm not even looking. And all of a sudden, there's just this long driveway and boom, this yellow vintage chair. And the sign says free. So also my price point, by the way. And so I'm like, wait, what? So I grab the chair, I throw it in my trunk. I don't even figure out how to get it in there, but I'm just like, it'll probably fit. I just don't have, I'm just pulled over right now. I should probably just keep driving. So I just stick it in there. But signs don't always come to you as you envision, right? And I could have just had my head down and I could have been so disappointed with how the meeting went you know, because I really wanted it to be this big sign that I was supposed to be here, that this is space meant for me. And it just wasn't everything that I kind of amped it up to be, right? That happens a lot. And it was fine. Um, But it wasn't everything. And so usually I'd just be like, oh, how defeating. Dang it. That was supposed to be the answer. Maybe I'm not supposed to do this. And then I'd transition into that headspace, right? And instead, I just kept looking forward. Like, it's just something that happened. And it's done. It was just a meeting. And it doesn't define anything. Right? It's just words. And so, boom. There's my sign. This yellow, perfectly vintage and all things beautiful chair that is free. And I'm like, you're right. I better start collecting furniture. And I told my husband this vision and he's like, no, no, we can't do that. We can't collect it. And I'm like, yeah, we have to. It's supposed to happen. This is the sign. This yellow chair doesn't just sit And it wasn't like in the town I live in either. It was like a random, I'm driving to my sister's house who lives about 45 minutes away because we have this party. Like I'm telling you, if this isn't a sign, I don't know what is. But I kept looking for that sign, right? That's the great thing. I didn't like I would have before, get defeated by the sign not being the thing, you know, by the the visible or obvious sign not being what I wanted it to be. I didn't get defeated. I kept looking up. And when I was looking up, I saw an even bigger sign because you can make meetings happen all day, but it is rare to find a chair on a path out of your way that is vintage and all things beautiful and your color and your price point saying doesn't happen so Go ahead and take time to recognize yourself for your great thing. You don't have to go into the amazing amounts of details that I generally do because if you do and you're saying it to someone, they will probably think you're as obnoxious as you think I am right now. So you can take a smaller amount of time. You can say your great thing in less time than I did, but what's most important is ding, 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 you got it, that you said your great thing, right? When we start to search to 
validate a belief that we hold about ourselves, guess what happens? We find it. We do. We're always searching to validate beliefs. And so I need your belief baseline to be that you are great. So do it. That is an assignment. Do it right now. Say it out loud. Say it to yourself. Whatever you need to do, but recognize yourself for one great thing. Just one. Within like the last 24 hours or that is going to happen, but I need you to own it. Okay, that's a big piece of it. So that is our great thing. Um, you can head over to nessinc.com if you want a chance to be featured on the Death of a Dream podcast. That's basically where I read your great thing instead of obnoxiously tell you about all of my great things. I know you probably think, Yeesh, this girl is obsessed with herself and hey, it's just for the good of the cause. I'm here for you. Trust me, I would love nothing more than to share your great thing instead of mine. Um, But hopefully I'm making it more comfortable for you to share it, right? If I can do it and get on this podcast and tell all of you all the great things that happen to me, Hopefully, then when you can share yours with just one person or just with yourself, that's a lot less stressful, right? So I'm trying to model the behavior for you. I promise. Um, I'm not trying to make a case for my greatness. um, Because it's really not up for debate anymore, right? This habit makes you believe in yourself. And when you do, you don't question it anymore. You don't question if you're good enough, because you are, and you know it, right? So that's what I want for you. Just do it. It's not that hard. Just do it. So (laughs) we're gonna dive in, right? Okay. First and foremost, I am on a decluttering life moment. I can't and I shan't continue to load piles and piles and piles and piles and piles of dishes and laundry until I explode and I spend every single weekend doing dishes and laundry. I can't do it. I'm not going to do it anymore. And if something doesn't start shifting, um, there's going to be problems. So this is the new solution. I just need less shit to take care of. That is it. And so new solution looks like get rid of everything. Because I realize that I'm literally, I could be building this empire in my mind, right? And instead, I'm like making myself feel guilty because I'm not bathing my children or playing with them or whatever. And then, you know, on top of that, I'm not taking care of my house. And then on the other top of that, I'm um, not clothing my children and I'm not doing all the things that I'm supposed to do as a female, right? And so like in my head, I'm just like, you can't really build an empire if you aren't already kind of leveled up on where you're at with your house stuff. And then I'm just like, I spend so many amounts of time, so many minutes managing the stuff. Right? Yeah. Let that one sink in because I'm guessing you do too. 
And so I'm, I'm bordering lines of minimalist. Um, and that's a very hard concept for me to embrace. But then I get it. Like, if I didn't have 200 plates, I couldn't pass on doing dishes until I'm out of 200 plates, right? And so like the stacks and stacks of plates and dishes and forks and spoons and like, when am I ever having 200 people over? There are four of us. I can't actually remember in my head the last time anyone came over to my house, to be quite honest. And they definitely, when they did come over, they definitely did not sit down for a four-course meal that would require even more than eight plates. So why do I have all of this stuff? Really, it only allows me to get lazy, right? Because... If we don't ever run out of cups, then I don't really ever have to clean all the cups. But eventually, if I let the the dishes stack up, right, eventually we'll run out of cups. And then I'll have to do the massive amounts of dishes that exist. And you're probably thinking in your head, like, huh, this is a different thing than we normally talk about and I don't know how comfortable I am with Hannah continuing to talk about housework because it's it's not really what I signed up for, right? We're supposed to be learning about our dreams and our goals and how does Hannah stressing out about housework really um, align with why I'm here? This is what I'm here to tell you, Okay. There is this societal norm, okay, and I don't even want to get into it. I really don't, but I'm going to have to, and I love my husband, and I love just men in general. I love my father and my brother and my father-in-laws and brother-in-laws and I and grandpas, and, and I just truly love them, and nephews and all the sorts, right? All the men. But there is a societal norm, right? Like my husband can come home and sit on the couch and see the stacks of dishes and laundry and he can just ignore that. And in his mind, that doesn't add on layers of chaos and crazy, okay? But to me, it's like I can't even think straight because every moment that I'm taking away from getting that clean, right, that's one moment that I'm not being successful and it will continue to stack. We will have to eat at some point, right? And so um, as we continue to just use the 200 plates that we have, we continue to stack on that mess. And it's a beautiful thing that my husband can relax and rest and I he deserves it, trust me. Um but I can't like my mind is always, always shifted and always pulled in that space when there is anything out of order. It's just so natural and men don't have that. Not that they should. I mean, it's fine. It's just a a natural thing, right? I don't know. And maybe it's just because their mom always took care of them. So that's just a part of what mothers and wives and significant others and whoever's are supposed to do for them because that's been their life. I don't know. And my husband helps out a lot 
in comparison to other people that I've heard of in relationships. So that's not what this is about. This is about the norm, right? The structure that already exists in women's lives. And how this correlates isn't that Hannah's stressed out and she's just throwing all her crap away, which I am, but this correlates because this is stopping us in some way. Here I am with all of these ideas and all these things that I want to do, but I can't get my house in order so I can't go chase those dreams. Right? But my husband doesn't question that. And so actually at my meeting, we were kind of discussing this. Well, and innocently, this person said, well, you know, women just just want to raise their kids. And so they'll take time off to go do that. And then maybe once they get to a better stage, they'll be ready to go like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. Yes, I 100% agree. If you have a child within the first year of life, it's going to get tough. Okay, that probably isn't like your launchable moment, or maybe it is. But that's not really for us as a society to define. Like, you're just not going to talk to women because they have children? But you talk to men all day? What's the difference? And that's just societal norms, right? And so then later in the conversation, I'm talking about, yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I have a family. And so there are just things that I have to take care of. And I, you know, that's a constant flow. And if you're still um, working full time and building something, that's just a lot of balls to keep in the air. And he's like, yeah, do you feel like you have to do that? I'm like, yeah. Like, I can't just not do dishes or laundry or bathe my children, which trust, I pass on that one a lot more than I should. But that's not what this is about. It's not right. And it's not fair. Right? Because there are women doing it. And I think about how many women fall into this, this gap where, where we just think that this is what it's supposed to be. Because I can't tell you enough that it's not just you. Right? It's not just your head. It's not just my head. It's not just that I have to have a clean house. It's that I'm served clean, perfect mothers all the time and they're beautiful children. And then I see the same thing at, at daycare drop-offs and wherever, right? And if more of us just told the truth that being a mom is kind of the coolest slash worst job ever, right? Maybe we'd all be better off. But... Either way, there's still just this societal norm that is holding a ton of us back, right? 
I can't just walk past three piles of laundry and not do them. And I can't just walk past piles and piles of dishes. Now I actually can. I've been doing it for about two and a half weeks now where I've just been like, oh, well, I don't have the energy nor the time nor the want to fix this situation. So I'm going to gonna go ahead and just pass. Okay. It's been fun. I got plenty of dishes in that cupboard. We're not running out anytime soon. We're good. Right. And that's what made me realize I'm just managing stuff. I don't actually care about any of it at all. Like if it went away today, I wouldn't notice. I don't think. Right? And the only time that it's going to suck is when I get like sick and I can't do the dishes. But the cool thing will be the suckiness won't be doing 300 dishes. 200, I think I said. The suckiness will be doing six. Right? I'm not even going to allow myself to get that far behind. I think I'm going to have eight plates. But I'm still, still, just stay here with me. The number's not important, okay? But minimalism, and oh my gosh, by saying that, I'm telling you, I'm saying it in the most rookie space that exists. I'm not really a minimalist at all, but I get the idea behind it because I'm wasting hours of time with my children. I'm wasting hours every single freaking weekend. I spend cleaning the house like yesterday. My whole day was committed to it to just manage and clean stuff, stuff that I don't really care about at all. That's crazy, right? And it's stopping us. It's stopping women. And it's allowing men to sit and have these thoughts about us as women that we can't do things like that, like start a business or company or like we don't have validity in this space because we want to have kids. While you have conversations with men who want to have kids sorry I'm not this isn't really adding up to me right and it's not even about that it really is about you structuring your life so you're not spending time doing stuff right I don't just want activities for you. I want action for you. I want you to make your life happen. That's what this is about. It's not taking it, laying down. It's not just being assigned this. Like, you're going to sit here and assign that I can't run a company because I'm a mom? Because I do chores? Because I have a house to take care of? Because I am here to tell you that the second that I became a mom, I realized how strong I was and how capable I am, if not insanely more capable than any man that walks this planet. Because trust that I have been through crazier things. No question. I could literally 
run a second job empire, have a full-time job, manage my sick children while being sick, and still keep it all together. So I'm just saying, go ahead. Write us out. But the time's coming. Okay? There are more people like me finding spaces to start convincing women that they are capable of more than they ever dreamed. And yes, to my good husband, I am on my podcast sometimes talking about women and their strength. And you know the biggest why that I do that every day is because I don't want my girls to grow up with the same disadvantages or system thinking that I did, right? I want to break down barriers for them so they aren't there when they get to this place, right? Because we're all headed here. That's the reality. But I think more than anything, we've just got to start rising up and freaking doing it. Because being told that there isn't really a, it's not really a marketable effort to go after female entrepreneurs because they just have other priorities is crazy. Right? Think of all of the things that you do, not even if you're even if you're not a mom, right? There is. Right? We make a house a home. We keep said house clean. And guess what else? We take down garbage cans. <gasps> what? Oh my. Oh yeah, and guess what else? We shovel and snow blow. And mow. And we look freaking awesome doing all of it because we aren't actually allowed to show up not looking like we took a shower. Because guess what happens when you show up like that? Oh my gosh. Oh, you look terrible. Are you sick? You should go home. Right? But like you could be sitting by some schmuck who hasn't showered for seven months. Like, really? Because we're always supposed to look this thing. We're always supposed to have perfectly polished houses, homes, right? And we're always supposed to have all the laundry done and all the dishes. And every time that you enter our house, it should smell like berries and fireworks. <laughs> fireworks don't smell. <laughs> you wouldn't want your house to smell like that. I've gone crazy. Okay. I'm just saying there's this like expectancy that applies for women that just doesn't apply for men and I'm sorry I love you but it has to be said and it's holding us back right we're not supposed to frown or look frazzled or oh how many times have I had people comment that I'm making that they can tell that I'm thinking about something right and will call it out but like, I see men make these visible faces all the time and no one comments on it, right? 
Well, because you wouldn't actually have to because that man will already speak up (laughs) about why they're making that face. Um, But I'm just saying we have to start creating this world. We do. And why one of the other reasons why I started doing this is because if it's Rachel Hollis and Brené Brown and the few of the likes of them are the only ones doing this work, we need more. We do. We need more women who will say these things. We do. Because they're like a bazillion Tony Robbins and John Maxwell's and blah, 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 blah. There's like a billion of them. And they're awesome. But I have said this from the second that I started coaching sports is that women are different. And they deserve a different message. They deserve to have things served to them the way that they want it. Right, we can't just copy and paste the male version of things onto the female makeup because it's different. I guarantee it's different. I actually know it's different, right? Stop trying to make us boys because we aren't. And we do have separate strengths But we all have strengths. And if you aren't inviting females to the table to get the perspective, then you probably just don't want it. I can't allow this to keep happening. I can't. And I am committed to continue building this and talking about it until we get it right. Right? And building communities of women who will lift each other up and and make their dreams happen. That you don't have to just choose one thing. It doesn't just have to be that you're going to look pretty every day. Right? And so you can't have kids because you don't shower anymore. Just saying. Um, or maybe it's that you're going to do your the career thing and pass on the kids. And so that's just who you are. And then people have this whole different notion of you because you went that route. Right? <clears throat> there isn't an exact path for us. This, this idea that women have to smile and have their hair straight and perfect and curly and, and they have to be thin and they have to have perfect homes and they have to have perfect children and they have to have, but like the male versions of all of us don't. They're allowed to show up and just be dicks all day long. Okay, cool. Just saying little bit of a double standard and by little I mean huge fucking double standard okay you can have it all the same way men have it all the world just questions us more and once we start supporting and loving and building each other up through this space we'll get through it we'll get through the questions right 
Anything that you are trying to do, it's probably going to be 10 to 20 times harder. And so we need each other more than ever. And I'm here to create that community for us because Rachel Hollis can't do it by herself. Right? It's going to take more. It's going to take more messages like this. It's going to take doing it different and saying it and keep saying it until you change enough people's lives. We have to keep going. We have to craft messages that men can't craft because they don't get who we are and what's expected of us. Right? There are these inherent spaces that we're supposed to live in as women, as humans and we don't really have a say if you don't go do things that are expected of you people just start writing you off right and I I want to do all of those things and I know that I can but I have to start eliminating some of the noise because I can't do it as it's happening right now Right? And so me decluttering, which is how we started this podcast, really is about quieting the noise, doing less, taking care of just things that I don't care about, and being able to spend intentional time with my family and spend intentional time cleaning, probably while they're sleeping or while they're um, out doing something, right? I, I don't want to spend every second of time that I have to build this empire cleaning. So getting rid of it because I can do it all. I absolutely can. I can show up and be the gorgeous person that I'm supposed to be in meetings. I can look all the parts. I absolutely can. It's just on me to control what that means because right now it can't look like getting three weeks behind in laundry and dishes because it just creates too much stress and angst in my heart and it can't be that way right and yes it means that it takes more than just me and bottom line we all just have to come together and make it happen and start writing it different. We don't have to be exactly what society wants us to be. We don't. We can write it different, right? So it might look like when you walk into my house that I have nothing in my house. But guess what? That means I have nothing to clean. So F off. Just don't come over. Sorry. Love ya. Haters. Bye. Anyways, that's all that we have today. You just owe it to yourself to create the world that you want to live in. I can't say it enough. Right? You are smart. You're strong. You're beautiful. What are you going to do?